This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name's John, sitting at the table with Aaron. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, John. Man, I'm excited. I'm always excited. Yes. I'd always say that. But uh, uh, again, I mentioned this before. This is some, I, I enjoy these so much. This absolutely. is a bright spot in my day. Absolutely. Good conversations. Always, always happy to bring some more knowledge to the pro wrestling community. And today is no different That's because right. today we're actually answering a question that I got in our private Facebook group, How to Become a Pro Wrestler on Facebook. You can go there and join and discuss things and if you have a subject important enough, we'll put it on an episode of the podcast. That's what yeah, we're going to talk about today. Today we had a question about road nutrition, how to eat and stay healthy while traveling as a professional wrestler. So let's do road nutrition 101 today, all right, guys? That's what we're going to talk about. So eating healthy while working as a traveling professional wrestler takes lots of time and attention. But it's crucial you devote that time to learning how to properly manage your diet while traveling. So today, we are going to break down some tips and tricks to help you stay accountable on the road while stopping at restaurants, gas stations, and all those other places that pro wrestlers go for your meals. The working pro wrestler is often stigmatized with beef jerky and gas station hot dogs, all right? But that is not the formula to craft a true professional. We have an entire archive of nutritional episodes dating back to the very beginning of this podcast. Yeah. I think in the single digit numbers of this podcast, which this is episode 122, I believe. And so way back in the single digits, we talked about pro wrestling nutrition. I highly recommend going back and seeking those episodes out. That's not the only one. There are actual multiple episodes out there. They all have nutrition or eating in the title. Check them out. Um, if you want to hear more beyond our topic today, but we're going to try to break down specifically traveling and eating today. Head on over to YouTube as well, guys. We recorded some good videos just recently that are going to be coming out very, very soon. We're How to Become a Pro Wrestler on YouTube. Please like, please subscribe, leave us a review, leave us a comment under some videos. Tell us what videos you want to see more. So check us out on YouTube. All right. So here's the first step to any nutrition goal. You got to decide your goal, right? You have to actually make a decision. Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to gain weight? Are you trying to just maintain weight, right? There are a variety of online basal metabolic rate calculators you can use where you can determine, you know, what your your resting calorie burn is and where you need to be above or below to decide how many calories you should be eating. Trust me guys, you can just google that. Google basal metabolic rate calculator. You're going to find plenty where you can just plug in your info, your height, your weight, your age, your sex, all that good stuff. It'll give you a baseline for calories and what particular macros you need in a day. Macros, of course, are your protein, your carbohydrates, and your fats. Okay, so I don't want to overwhelm you with lots of stuff because I know that people get overwhelmed, especially speaking of macros. Yeah. Um, you know, carbs, fats, protein numbers. I got that, but <clears throat> we've said it on this podcast before. I'm going to say it right now. What you need to do is figure out your goal, of course. And now we need to figure out your calories. If you're trying to gain weight, you're going to be eating in a surplus. If you're trying to lose weight, you're going to be eating in a deficit. If you're trying to maintain, you're just going to hit that medium point, right? Yeah. And then you figure out how much protein you need. And the baseline thing that I tell most people is one gram per pound of body weight. Yeah. All right. So I'm 200 pounds. I try to eat 200 grams of protein a day. That's, that's, that's the goal. All right. That's the simplest way for me to describe it to you. 
Yeah. And one, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, once you have that, so if you know what's one gram per pound, mm-hmm. and then after that, just break that down into how many meals. And yes. it's just like, oh, I need 40 grams you know, per meal or per meal. 50 grams per meal. Yep. And then it's easy, just making sure you get it per meal. It's very simple, y'all. I mean, you, you freaking, every, every single meal that you have, your snacks in between, make sure that the number of protein just adds up. Like, that's a great way to do it. And then I told you to figure out a basic calorie line just using one of those online calculators. So you figure out that. The basic calorie information, you get that protein number per pound of your body weight, and then you subtract however many calories you have to eat to get that much protein from that first number, and that's what's left for your carbs and fats, okay? Like, that's the simplest way to do it to where, because people are like, do I need 30 grams of carbs? Do I need 60 grams of carbs? Whatever. Like, don't get stressed over that. Mm -hmm. Protein and calories, that's what you're trying to look for if you're trying to lose, gain, or maintain weight. All right. Let's talk about meal prepping real quick because I think it belongs in an episode about traveling as well. Keep it simple, all right? Large protein, frozen vegetables, perfectly fine. Once you've decided your caloric goal and have a baseline protein number, you know, make things simple for yourself by portioning out that protein into your meals and your snacks. If your protein goal is 150 grams a day, you know you should have 30 grams for breakfast, 20 grams for a snack in between, 30 grams for lunch, 20 grams for another snack, 20 in a post-workout shake, 30 for dinner, and boom, you got your number. You hit it right there. It's not as difficult as some people tell me. I had a guy very recently message me, and he said, because I had given him some similar info right here, and he said, man, you know, I'm 245 pounds. That's hard for me to hit in a day. And I, and I'm, I told him, I was like, well, man, I... And based on my diet right now, I actually eat more grams per pound of body weight. So I'm, I'm around 187 pounds personally right now. And I eat about 220 grams of protein a day. And I told him, I was like, it's really easy for me to hit 220, man, because I plan it all out. So you're telling me you can't hit 245. All it would take for me to do is add one more protein bar and I'd hit your number. Yeah. So it's really not that hard. And then I sat there and I broke it down with him like I just kind of mentioned to you and like Aaron mentioned earlier. Like just make sure that each meal has a huge chunk of it in there. Mm-hmm. 30 grams, 20 gram snacks, like, and you can do it. It's yeah. okay. I, I know for me, when I'm trying to hit the protein numbers, mm-hmm. I think I'm, you, you don't have this mentioned, but mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of guys will use the uh, like uh, powdered protein. Yes. So they're yeah, going to do a protein shake. Right. So that's definitely an easy way to know you're going to get the protein in there too and can travel well. Absolutely. And find those little hacks that you can use. I, I've been telling a lot of people, I re- I'm, I'm so thrilled about this hack, but there's a there's a protein powder out there called uh, Dynatize, I believe, and they have a Fruity Pebbles flavor. So here's what I do, guys. Here's my life hack. You take freaking Rice Krispie cereal, which is 100 calories for like a cup and a half. It's yeah. massive. Like That's just awesome. And you put almond milk on that, and you put that Fruity Pebble protein on there, and now you have a bowl that if you were blindfolded, I swear you would not know is not Fruity Pebbles, and it has a third of the calories and quadruple the protein. Yeah. Like, that is a life hack right there. That, that's And guys, that's my, like, you want a personal look into my insight? I don't drink lots of shakes, but I'll eat that bowl of cereal after my workout. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that after a workout, I eat a freaking bowl of cereal, but... That needs to be a video, I think. Oh, right dude, we might, we might have to shoot that because I'm in love with that protein brand right now just because uh, they have that flavor. Yeah. And, they, you know, they licensed it. They got Fred Flintstone on the container, right? <laughs> so, like, they actually licensed the brand. And, um, you know, if you can do hacks like that to where you can get those massive – don't play around with these 5, 10-gram protein no, and tell yeah. me that you're getting protein, guys. 20 grams 
in an average protein bar, you ought to be getting like 20 grams, all right? Get a Quest bar or something, like something that, that and remember as well, like these things are for a reason. You're doing these yeah. things because you're trying to be a professional. So sometimes you may have to eat different things than you want because you're trying to make a goal here, right? So keep that in mind. Um, keep your proteins fairly simple. I mean, I, I'm, you know, tuna, steak, chicken, like that's, those are the things. I mean, if you like, if you like fish, and you know, I said tuna there, but of, of course, like tilapia, shrimp, all those things, massive protein and lower calories and whatnot. Chicken, lower calories, steak, a little higher calories, but it's a ma- absolutely awesome source of protein and other vitamins like zinc and stuff. But we're focusing on protein here, I know. But those are great examples to use. And me personally, like the crock pot has kind of changed my life. The, the instant pot, the crock pot, stuff like that. I cook a large protein that I can portion out for like four to six days. So mm-hmm. I'll cook like a family pack of chicken with whatever seasoning I want on it. And I'll cook that on a Sunday and that's what I eat the rest of the week. Yeah. So guys, you pick a night where you can prep something like that and you can have that in your fridge ready to go, ready to travel with you mm-hmm. if need be. Um, you can get four to six meals at a time. All right. So also get comfortable with repeating meals. Um, never forget your goal. You know, you're going to use seasonings, use sauces and stuff like that to create a variety with your flavors and whatnot. But guys, you're going to have to just get used to repeating meals at times, especially when you find those perfect meals that nail all these numbers we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Then you, you have an example. Then you're like, well, crap, like how do I hit these numbers again tomorrow? You just eat the same eat thing the same again, thing. guys. I, I, I know that sometimes it's repetitive, but like, again, you're on a mission. So right. focus on that mission. Take as much guesswork out as Possible. The less you have to think about what you're going to eat, the less likely you'll be to compromise your mission and eat poorly. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, and, yeah go ahead. And, and food's very emotional. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, so that, yeah. that can be difficult. But as a as a pro, it you are doing it for the nourishment mm-hmm. of the food, mm-hmm. not for the for anything else, not for the variety or anything right. else. I know you need that mentally, and food's very Absolutely. emotional to be able yes, to it is. get that. But yep. yeah, keep that in mind though. You're on mission. And you're doing this for the necessity and the nourishment. Right. So you're going to build your body and get what you need out of it. I made a couple points here. I didn't write them down, but I'm just going to talk about them real quick. I thought about these today. I actually made a post on my social media today about this. Um, I said that I approve of fasting, and but not for weight loss. Yeah. All right? And Because pe- people, people love to ask me, what do you think about intermittent fasting? And I'm like, I actually really like it. But here's the thing. I don't like it for weight loss. Mm-hmm. Can it help you? Sure. It could. If you narrow your window of how much how much time you have to eat. Like if you're like, I'm going to fast from 10 PM until 2 PM the next day. And you're only eating from two to 10 PM. Like that's a shorter window. So you will possibly eat less calories in that time. But from experience, let me let you know that you will adapt to that window and you will start to eat more and more and more. So if yes, like you're trying to get in a deficit, you're trying to eat 2,000 calories a day and you're eating 3,000 right now, so you reduce your window to like six hours to eat. Okay. So at first, it's probably going to work because you're going to have less time. You're going to feel more full in that window. But over time, you, you'll start to find you can eat more and more and more. So if you don't watch it, it's not going to matter. The fasting's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. But what something Aaron just said made me think about the post that I made. I approve of fasting in terms of like, mental fortitude and toughness because I like to remind my body at times with fasts that I can do hard things. I know that's, you know, that's something I'm big on, but also I like to remind my body that I'm in control. It's not my emotions. It's not my cravings. It's me that's in control. So I will eat when I want to, when I'm ready. Now I'm also very good about 
being properly fueled for my workouts. You know, I have a lot of knowledge on stuff like that, and I'd love to. So don't just say, John told me to fast, and then you go to your workout and you crash, and you can't do your workout. No. I'm telling you that you have to, especially if you have a mission and a goal, you are going to have to disconnect that emotion a little bit. And I've used things like fasting to help me disconnect that emotion. And now another point that I just thought of, because we were asked the question about, man, how do I eat healthy on the road? Here's the thing. A lot now. There are plenty of people out there that are on the road like crazy. They are crushing it. They're traveling six nights a week and all that stuff, thousands of miles. That is phenomenal. I get it. For you guys that are maybe curious about this episode, oh yeah, how do I stay healthy on the road? And you're tra- your work. You wrestle on Saturdays and that's it. Like one day a week. Let me tell you right now. You better not be convincing yourself that your one night on the road a week is what's ruining your diet. I would guarantee you it's the other six nights of the week that's ruining your diet. Because if you eat healthy Monday through Friday and then you just have, you know, one meal out with the boys after a show on a Saturday and then you're right back to eating healthy on Sunday or whatever, you're fine. You're going to be okay. And then you can kind of have that emotion because you can have this awesome meal with your buddies on a Saturday night. One meal a week is not going to crush you. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you eat like crap that entire day, that might crush your whole week. But if it's just if you're eating healthy that morning and all day healthy snacks, then you have your your big, you know, Texas Roadhouse at the end of the night and whatever, and eat all the rolls and butter and all that stuff, that's great. So please don't sit there and convince yourself that your one or two nights on the road a week is what's ruining your diet. It's the rest of your week mm-hmm. that's ruining your diet. All right, let's dive into actually eating on the road. So know the places that can get you what you need um, fast food-wise, okay? So it's tough to count calories from a menu. Yeah. And here are some tips that can be a lifesaver on the road, all right? So protein, two palm-sized portions of protein. Look at your hands and think about your palm, and that is your protein, a steak that fits in your two palms, a, a a serving of chicken that fits in your two palms, right? Not something that's overflowing and spilling out of your hands, but something that just fits very comfortably in your two palms. That's your protein. Everybody's hands are different, which is great because that's your measurement for your body, right? hundred pound person is going to have smaller hands than a 200 pound person. And you can adjust from there. One cupped handful of carbs. So think about actually cupping your hands and filling that up with carbohydrates. Think about what a cup of rice in your pot in your hand would look like. Think about what a cup of um, potatoes or something would look like in your hands. That's your carb serving at a restaurant right there. A thumb-sized portion of fats. All right. So your salad dressings, your butters, things like that. Thumb-sized. And that's probably breaking hearts right now. I know, I know. But think about the depth of your thumb. If it was a spoon and you could fill your thumbs tip up with fats... That's what I want you to focus on, guys. Remember, you're on a mission here, okay? And then two fistfuls of vegetables. Two big old fistfuls of vegetables. Hard to go wrong on a vegetable. I often yeah. tell people, I'm like, ain't nobody ever got fat off broccoli, right? Steamed broccoli. So Broccoli, and, and if you take that into yeah. protein, no one got fat off a of chicken breast. No, <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. So don't, don't you know, be, be honest with yourselves. If it's fried chicken, you know there's a difference than baked chicken or whatnot. And vegetables, if it's deep fried broccoli and that you're dipping in ranch, that's a problem. <laughs> But we're just talking about some good vegetables yeah. here, guys. Two big old fistfuls of vegetables. Utilize that rule, that setup right there, for you know three to five meals per day, depending on your goals. If you're if you're losing weight, you're probably only eating three. If you're gaining weight, you might be eating five, or you might be eating five small ones, even you know to portion them out as a 
losing weight as well. So yeah. that's a good rule of thumb for going to restaurants for trying to measure your food. And you know, if you're doing that once a week and then your, your stuff at home is great. You can portion that yourself. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can actually measure that, get a scale if you need to. Um, there's one on my kitchen counter at home, an actual food scale. Of course I had it for years. Um, you can portion that stuff at home easily because you set aside time for it. But when you're out with the boys, just kind of utilize that skill to, de- to determine what you need. Um, many fast food places actually offer some healthy options. Um, at Subway, you can order just like straight chicken breast or, or like um, extra chicken for a salad or something. There was a story about like, uh, I think Dave Batista would go to subway and he would just get like whatever the chopped salad and then he'd be like and then can i get 14 chicken breasts like you know like that was that was it and they would they would and he's like you just charge me like yeah, just charge right. me for them it's like, that's what you tell him you're like hey i know i'm gonna have to pay for this i get that like it might be a weird order but i'm here to pay for it it's on the menu yeah. like let's do it so you know they can do that for you as well um you know beef burgers are a decent option but you may order two burgers and lose the buns right i don't know it depends on your yeah. goals guys so um, as long as it fits in your protein and calories goal, it's okay. Yeah. It's absolutely, yeah. And on those fast food places or uh-huh. even restaurants, a lot of times they'll put the calories and stuff and the mm-hmm. protein on there. I do want to add one thing because yeah. I, whenever they, whenever those restaurants came up with those numbers, it wasn't getting cooked by that restaurant that day. Right. And I'll tell you right now, the calories right. and the fat in that are probably 20% more yes. than what it says. Yes. Like they're going to cook it to make it taste good. So if they add extra butter or whatever it is, of course. they're just going to do it. So if, if you're trying to cut or to lose some yes. fat and you're ordering those healthy options, keep that in mind. Just I would just say increase fat right. and calories by 20%. Yep. The protein's probably pretty accurate, but those are going to be higher than what's on the, on the menu there. And that's a great example of why you should not make eating out a regular thing for yourself. You should be preparing more meals than you're eating out. Because again, if you eat one or two of those you know, meals where the, the calorie content is probably not exactly what they're advertising, that's okay. If you're eating that five nights a week and you're thinking, oh, I'm reading the McDonald's calorie menu, so like I know that that's accurate, it's probably not accurate, yeah. guys. So don't don't be doing that. And if you're eating McDonald's five nights a week, there's more problems than, <laughs> than I can even handle right now. But um, definitely you're not measuring your food properly. That's another good saying that I didn't add in, but I'll tell you right now, what, what cannot be measured cannot be changed, guys. So be, you're going to have to track stuff if you're if you're losing. If you're trying to be in a deficit, you're going to have to track stuff in one way or another. Calories and protein are the main things you need to track. Yep. So also on the road, pack a cooler. That goes. Why, that's why I wanted to talk about meal prep at the beginning because packing a cooler is a major life hack for traveling. Make it a part of your gear. Invest in a standard uh, snack, you know, like almonds or. Uh, healthy protein bars, pack a solid meal to eat after the show or on the road on the way to the show or, or for lunch before the show, whatever, um, so you aren't tempted to settle for like something subpar. Yeah. If you plan it, you can make it happen. If you don't plan it, that's when your brain just starts going like, oh, crap, I'm in a bind mm-hmm. and I'm hungry. Let me just go here. Yeah, That's when you get in trouble, guys. Make it a plan. Yeah. Make it a plan, yeah. It, you know, so I don't, I'm, I'm not on the road traveling mm-hmm. a lot, but I got family of four, so when we're on vacations, mm-hmm. And we'd like to drive quite a bit. Um, sometimes we'll uh, go to like um, uh, South Carolina, yes. but we'll end up in North Carolina and then we'll drive yes. kind of up. So we have, to, we have to make some stops along the way. And one of the things that's kind of a hack for us, mm-hmm. because there's always a Walmart somewhere, yes. and I can go in and I can get one of those rotisserie chickens yeah. for like yeah. six bucks, right. and I can eat on it, and, that can, and uh, the boys as well. Yes. But that's something that I know in every place I go, I'm going to be able to get 
this rotisserie chicken that I can eat on right. for maybe two days in there, Absolutely. you know, and have it sandwiches, cut it up, just eat it, whatever. Um, and it's easy to pack. I think I think grocery stores are super underrated by pro wrestlers. Like that's another good tip to talk about right here, adding it in. But like, I used to do that all. So I used to travel um, a lot to specifically uh, Claremore, Oklahoma, to wrestle, and there. This is this is a great luck in my part. There weren't many great gas stations. Like there were no big fancy like, you know, Quick Trips or Bucky's or anything like like a great yeah. gas station to stop at. They were just like little like mom and pop convenience stores that didn't have great options. All the and, fried food and, we're, and we're in, in Oklahoma. If you're not in Oklahoma, you might not know this, but in Oklahoma, every gas station is like deep fried food. Yeah, like, so like, um, so I started stopping at a, um, oh, what was it? Herbs? I think it was Herbs, uh, Herbs um, grocery store. I would stop there and buy a, like, Three pound sack of grapes, mm-hmm. like that's what I would get, and that would be my snack, just so I could have something to pop in my mouth while I'm driving. And yeah. grapes are super low calorie; they're hydrating, um, all that good stuff. You know, they're carbs. You gotta be careful, of course. But like, um, uh, that was a great. That kind of turned me on years ago to being like, man, when I'm in towns, I can actually just pull into a, ga- a, a grocery store, run inside. Buy some fresh produce or something. Uh, grapes will keep pretty well, especially if you got a, a ice chest. They'll keep great. Yeah. Um, and then you can something like a rotisserie chicken, like Aaron just said, or even lunch meat, like just fresh chicken breast, lunch meat, something like that. All those are awesome options to get out there and get while you're on the road. So the the problem is you don't compromise your mission, guys. That's what happens to people, yeah. or you let other people convince you that it's okay. Don't settle. Right? Don't settle. Um, if that goal is important to you, you will not settle for things that can take you a step in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Right? I I realized a long time ago that I'm going to go to uh, a restaurant. I'm going to go to Chili's with my friends, and they're going to go down the table, and everybody's going to order their their uh, their southwestern egg rolls and their chicken crispers and all that stuff, and it's going to come to me, and I'm going to order my. Uh, grilled chicken breast and broccoli, and the entire table is going to spin their head and look at me. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know it's going to happen now, and it's it's really frustrating of, at times to be to be like we're, we live in that society to where eating healthy is the weird guy. Yeah. But I've accepted it. I'm fine with it because I know what my goal and my mission is. So I freaking just do it. And and please don't think that I don't also have fun and have my good meals. I have my weekends where I, I wake up and I don't have to be anywhere and I can cook pancakes and have a nice meal and stuff. That's great. But um. Those things are always in addition to my healthy eating. So, like, if I'm going to get up on a Sunday and cook myself a big stack of pancakes because I absolutely love them, the rest of the day, I'm still going to get my protein in, and I'll be in a surplus for that day, but the rest of the week, I'm in a crazy deficit. So, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. It's balance is all it is. Yep. So, guys, figure out those numbers. Look up your, your basal metabolic rate to get a calorie number. If you get in our Facebook group, I'll help you figure that out too because yeah. I have some that I use for clients and stuff, and I can actually help you figure that out. Um, and then we'll figure out your protein, and then you just have to plug in the food. Mm-hmm. And it can be done, guys. I promise you it can be done. But I hope this helped. I love talking about stuff like this. Um, it's, it's super important because, it's not again, it's not about the wrestling all the time. You have yeah. to eat nutritiously and take care of your body like you can't outwork a bad diet it just can't be done and you're trying to look like a pro so let's look like pros
get it done. Absolutely. Guys, don't forget about Strong Style, howtobecomeaprowrestler.com. You can check out Strong Style, our strength training program for professional wrestlers, created by professional wrestlers, so that you can look and feel your absolute best inside the ring. Go check out Strong Style right now. And um, guys, thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.